Welcome to Tune In, Discovering Your Authentic Self. I am your host, Nicole Jensen, mother of three, physical therapist, fitness lover, and life coach. My Tune In journey began when I took up yoga, meditation, and mindfulness many years ago. They have been a catalyst in helping me become more aware of my thoughts, behaviors, and patterns, and to accept myself where I am. But it is not enough to be aware. One also needs to take action. This show is for anyone who knows in their soul that there is more to life, but doesn't know how to access it. Each week, I will bring you the tools, tips, and share stories of how you can learn to tune in to who you really are at your essence and learn to live with intention and with fulfillment. Welcome to Tune In, Discovering Your Authentic Self. Today, I have the honor of having Kylie Davis here with me, and she is going to talk about her health and fitness journey. Welcome, Kylie. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's the first time we're meeting each other, and the My Way Fitness family is super close, and everybody, as soon as I ask them, they like jump at the opportunity to interview. So I thought it would be awesome if you guys could hear her health and fitness journey. That's a, there's a lot to honestly like explain about it because it's been since I was like 16, I'm 24 now, we're going to be 24. So it's been like, what, six years of a journey. So, um, I've been overweight literally like my whole life. So I've always been like the bigger kid. I've always like been dieting ever since like, I was like eight and yeah, I've been on fad diets. I've been on Nutrisystem, Jenny Craig. I've been on Weight Watchers. I've even done like, just like liquid diets. I've done everything Mm -hmm. I could like as a little kid and nothing seemed to work. I I even remember going to this like small gym in my hometown and working out and writing like 140 on my wrist and being like, that was my goal. And I didn't even know what I weighed then. I can't remember, but I know it was like overweight. And I was like in, I want to say like sixth grade, going to the gym, trying to like figure it out and nothing ever really worked. And I just kind of accepted it. And then the opportunity came and my parents said, Hey, do you want to have like weight loss surgery? And I was like 16 and I was like super super skeptical and in my head I was like I'm gonna end up like botch I was like I I don't know if I just want to accept the fact that I'm fat or go without surgery and I was kind of the guinea pig of my family I was the first one okay and so so background we're all kind of bigger Um, like my family my brother was bigger my dad was my mom she had the gastric kernel eye like before like after my brother and I were born so like early 2000s and so I had the gastric sleeve done in Tijuana, Mexico when I was 16. So my junior year of high school. And then I lost about 130 pounds on that. What? Yeah. So going into my oh, feet. Yeah, I know. My gosh. I didn't realize that. Let's really. like go to the beginning. Like I walked in um, to the surgery weighing 275 pounds. Wow. Yeah. So I used to weigh 275 pounds at my highest, uh, as I know of, you as know, you know yeah. because when you're bigger, you don't freaking weigh yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see that number. Yeah. So walking in and like when they weigh you and all that, like I was 275. And then when I graduated high school, because my whole senior year, like obviously I would drop weight throughout the time I was getting skinnier. And I graduated at like 140. And so then after high school, I I kept I kept off a lot of my weight, and um, but I struggled. I struggled very very hard. So I went from being very overweight to being bulimic, mm. 
And I was, you weren't really taught like the, how did, of, yeah, I think how I was taught it. It. so I just got this like quick fix and everything. I'm like, that was totally fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like boosted my confidence. It did everything. Like I was probably eating. Like I remember my daily would be string cheese, skinny pop and turkey bacon. Wow. What is that? Probably like 400 calories yeah. a day. But I was like, Hey, I'm losing weight. doesn't matter. Like yeah. I'm skinny. Like, but then over, you know, the couple like year or two, you know, obviously I'm like, oh, well, I can do what I want. I won't gain weight or I'm drinking. You know what I mean? Like that immaturity mindset comes in, you yeah. know, and I could do what I want or not even do what I want. But it was more of the fact like my peers are. Why can't I? Now I have this fix. Like I should be able to do it. But that was the problem because I'm not built like everyone else. And so I was scared to gain weight again. And I was living in Texas at the time and I'd eat and then I'd go make myself puke. And I, cause I didn't want to gain weight. Mm-hmm. I was so afraid to gain weight and be back to like where I was because there was one person like right after I had the surgery who had the surgery and he told me, he was like, Oh, you had the surgery. And I was like, yeah. And like, he was an older man, you know what I mean? And he said to me, he's like, just wait, you'll gain all your weight back. And that triggered me in my head. Uh... That triggered me to just be like, screw you. That's not going to happen. I don't care what I do. That won't, I won't be like you. Does that hurt? I'm like this like 17 year old yeah. going to be 18. I think I like, yeah, I was 17 and this like 40 year old man who had it and he gained all his weight back because you had a weak mind. Right. So you're going to come to me and project that yeah, onto, project that onto yeah. me. And I was like, that's so rude to say to someone, just say good luck. And if you have your own opinions, keep it to yourself. Right. And he didn't, he didn't. And so like forever since that stayed in my mind and obviously to this day, because I still can bring it up, but that's when I like, was so scared because I just kept puking after I was eating and like even if I was not even having 200 calories a day so I was I was super skinny and I weighed like I think when I moved here I weighed like 135 pounds and that's the lowest I've ever been going from like what 275 to like 135 pounds I was so skinny but I was skinny fat yeah. That's something people don't talk about either. Right, <laughs> so like, right, right. There's a difference between people skinny and skinny that. fat. Yeah. And, but that's a whole other topic. But so I got really skinny and then I met my ex and then, you know, I started, I was happy for a little bit and yeah. then I switched birth controls. So between like kind of being happy and switching birth controls, I went from like, what, a hundred and like 40 pounds. We'll just say, you know what I mean? Cause I remember looking at the scale at one point, it said 140 and then I shot to like 160. And I gained 20 pounds and I thought my life was over. Mm. I was mentally not okay. I was like, I am fat. I don't know what's going on with me. Like my hormones were out of whack. And like, obviously like when you're in a relationship, you're kind of happy, but I'm kind of not. So my depression and like yeah. happiness, everything was playing a toll and my body was changing. But at the same time, when I was at my skinniest, I was in my teens going into my twenties. No one talks about your body changes. Yeah. And like, you know, a teenage girl to a 20 year old, like almost you're becoming a woman. And like everything was flipping. And I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. Like, damn near. I'm not yeah. dying. But I was like, my life is over. And like the bulimic's over. Like, I'm the puking, no, nothing. I'm holding it now. And I was like, damn. So my ex was like, oh, um, reach out to my mom, blah, blah. They go to a trainer and all this stuff. And so like, I reached out to her and they introduced me to Chris and I can say like, you know what I mean? Like I said, like to you before, I can say thank you to them for that at least. Yeah. And I appreciate that because it sets you on your yeah, path. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, for sure. I wouldn't say they could take majority of my credit of where I'm at now, but I can say thank you for introducing me to it. Yeah. And I'm very appreciative, but yeah. So I met Chris and he, so that was about four years ago when you were uh, 20. Mm, I met Chris 
almost three years ago. Okay. So it'll be three years in, I want to say August. Okay. Yeah. So we're two, almost two and a half years. Um, so I met Chris and went in there, did the in-body and all that stuff. And I was skinny fat. I might've been skinny, but. You probably had no nutrition. I had in no whatsoever. nutrition. I did not know how to eat. I was afraid of food. I I wasn't strong, nothing. Like my visceral fat, if anyone knows what that is, like that's when your fat stores are on your organs. And supposed to be at a certain percentage and it was above and wow. I was not healthy inside and I might've looked good or skinny, but yeah. I wasn't good in the inside and could barely lift like 10, like 10 pound weights and all that. I was weak because between not eating and, um, were you working out in your teens too? No, no. Mm-hmm. So it's just all about food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like fitness was a whole new like whirlwind for me okay. and everything like don't get me wrong like when I was a little kid and everything I was active my parents made me do sports and all that stuff but like I was always like the fat kid on the team yeah like it didn't matter but I've always had like a lot an active going lifestyle too but food was always my cope yeah but I didn't know yeah. how to eat and then you know then I got scared of food and I would barely eat and so like coming to Chris I learned what macros were learned how to weight train and all that and been consistent I've been consistent for a good amount of time and then my divorce happened and then I got really really skinny again like lean super good and then I wanted to have fun and live my life and I still built muscle and I'm consistent now and all my stuff so I'm healthy now awesome you know what I mean oh wow that's quite it's a story I did not know any of that it's crazy well, I'm glad I asked you to come on yeah. it's fascinating okay so second question what is a common misconception that you find people have when they're starting their fitness journey? It's a great question. Um, like people that you train with, it can go like, well, like all around for me. Like, like we said, it's new year, right? The worst thing that I could think of, like the biggest misconception would be that, okay, new year, new me. What am I going to do? I'm going to yeah. go work out and I'm going to go eat better and all this stuff. And what do they really mean by it? I'm going to go train five to six days a week and I'm going to eat more salads and start myself because yeah. no one knows how to really do it. Right. So how long do you think they last people like that? This is a personal opinion. And what I've seen with people I know, probably like a month, two months, maybe by, I want to say by at least March, it's dropped off. And what, what do you think happens? Like what happens in those two months? Like, because you can't eat salads three times a day. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like any food is better than no food. Like I'll give you that. But if you're going to, because people think, oh, to lose weight, I need to eat less, right? Right, right. And there is, some, I did. Sometimes you you do have to. Eat. There comes a time when you have to eat less to figure it out. Like, but at the same time, the beginning of what, like you trying to figure out your journey, like you shouldn't do that, and yeah. you shouldn't overtrain yourself either. Because now, say if you're working out five to six days a week and you're burning off the little bit of food that you're having, you think you're going to make it to Friday, right? And you're not building, you're any not muscle building at any that muscle, point, yeah. like. I mean, you need lean protein to build lean muscle and you need carbs and fats because that's your energy source. You need a sustainable amount of food to work out and build lean muscle mass and lose fat, not weight, fat, because there's a difference. Right. Because weight doesn't always mean everything. Right. Yeah. I learned that from Megan. Well, yeah, I struggle with that too. Yeah. It's hard to get on that scale and I'm five pounds heavier than I was two weeks ago. And I'm like, wait a second. No, I get it because like, you know, I'm in it too. And I love helping other people and all that. And like trying to tell people 
it's okay not to look at the scale, but we're all just as bad. Like I don't practice like what I preach sometimes, but it's okay. Well, like, society has, in, has look, grained that into our heads. Between the scale matters, between looking, um, looking at fitness models, looking at yeah. people that are tiny, even just even seeing the broad statement of, oh, I'm going to get back on the wagon. I'm going to go five to six days a week and I'm going to eat less and all that. That's society telling yeah. you that. That's not the real facts. So how do you gauge your progress that if, if you're not like, if your scale is not your number one, like indicator of how you're doing, is it your clothes? Is it your pictures? Like, how do you say, okay, Kylie is doing well for this month compared to last month. I'm better than last month. What, what's your gauge? Um, my progress photos for sure. Okay. Um, I want to say last year, I wasn't really great on them. I used to be super good on them. And then I had my little bender and everything. And now being back fully on my stuff since October. So about three months, um, day one to now, my midsection is smaller, like everything, just being on my macros and working out. And granted, I work out five or six days a week because I've been doing it for so long. Yeah. And I'm eating a lot too. So are you trying to put on more muscle right now? Yeah. So I'm yeah. in a, a building You're stage, a building for, stage yeah. for sure. And I have my own personal goals. That's why like, I am kind of bulking quote unquote yep. right now. So yeah. Cool. All right. Last question. If you could share only one piece of advice with people, what would you tell them? I don't know. I just don't think of myself as like such an inspirational. Listen to what I have to say. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, um, don't give up. You know That's what I mean? Don't one. like, I know it's so like, such a broad statement. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like anyone could be like, Oh, you're doing great. Don't give up. You can keep going. Like, don't, it doesn't matter what anyone else says about giving up. If you feel it inside, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like you tell yourself every day, like, don't give up. Yeah. You're further than the next. Yeah. Like I struggle with wanting to give up. You know what I mean? Like it, it sucks some days yeah. and I don't want to wake up and crack ass at dawn and go work out or it's three o'clock. I need to get myself to the gym and all this stuff. Like it's hard. Some days I don't want to, right. But I realized that I have a goal and I, and I can't give up because if I give up on me, I'm giving up on the girl that I was years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm giving up on the person that I know everyone's looking at me and thinking and who you're going to become and who I'm going to become and my future me. And if I don't push myself now, who else is going to? I think the thing that frustrates me is the Monday, starting on a Monday, starting on the first, starting on January 1st, like, okay, so January 1st, you're going to start and get in shape. Now it's the 17th and you have a work party and you eat like crap and you have two margaritas and then you go home and you, you don't do it the next day because you, you, you think you you made a mistake that day. Yeah. Now I'm going to hold this. Yeah. No, that's the worst part. Like that's the part part what drives me insane with a lot of people. And like, I've been a, I've done that too. Everyone does it because they're like, screw it. I've already effed yeah. it up. Like, all right, next Monday, yeah. you know what I mean? Or Monday because, oh, I drank it's Friday and Saturday or whatever. Okay, well, just Monday. Like, no, it's not just Monday. I always make fun of like a good amount of my friends and everything. I'm like, you're a, you're a Monday day dieter. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, or a Monday workout. Well, like, it's, it's, that, just, it's that thought about like, I failed, so I'm not going to get back on. But the thing is, is but we all did. fail. We <laughs> fail every day. Right. Exactly. Just because you had a couple margaritas and you had extra chips and all this stuff, like tomorrow's a new day. Exactly. Even the next meal is a new day. Even the next meal. Like, I don't know. I'm not big on cheat days. That's just my personal preference because I've done them and all that. I'm like, I feel terrible. And I'm like, I just, I feel like a hard ass at the end of it. But like, I, I think like, you know, if I want to go out and drink per se, like, I finished my macros and I might leave a couple carbs, you know what I yep. mean? Like about 20 or whatever, bring it in, 
20 carbs compared to alcohol. Like alcohol is mostly calories because I just drink hard alcohol. So I'm like, I ain't going to mess with the sugar. Yeah. Yeah. But like, if I leave a couple, I feel like for me, this isn't how it should be, but I just leave a couple and I'm, I'm like, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, but you don't feel guilty. I don't feel as guilty. I'm still going to feel guilty because I'm human. And I'm like, damn, I shouldn't have done what I Right. But I did. And I'm like, oh, but you are 24. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, I also, then I stand back on my shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Granted, I might hold it for a couple of days and I retain alcohol all in my face. And I, if I'm going to go off the wagon of my macros and all that, I'm going to have a drink. I'm not going to do like, oh, I'm going to eat because I can eat what I want. Macros, right. that's the, that's the fun about macros. And that's what I learned. Like, I don't need to be scared of food because yeah. I can eat yeah. what I want and this percentage. Yep. And I'm good. It's definitely a mind fuck. That's yeah. definitely something that I've, I've had to get used to. Like today, we're, you know, the egg shortage that's going on right uh, now. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, like no well, words. I'm not going to eat because we eat so many egg whites uh, in our family. Same. So I'm like, I'm just going to eat sausage. So here I am eating sausages for breakfast and mm-hmm. I'm on like a high fat, high protein, protein right yeah. now. And so I'm eating two sausages for breakfast. I'm eating two hamburgers for lunch. <laughs> like, this is so odd because... Yeah. I grew up doing like the salads and the yeah, the, the chicken, whole, the grilled like, chicken all the time. Keep it clean, keep it yeah, clean, yeah. greens. And I'm just like, I'm eating sausage and burgers. Know, like, if we're out to the gym, I had a piece of coffee cake. <laughs> and then I had a protein shake. And then I had like a huge breakfast burrito. Like I eat what I want and I stay between where I need to be. Yeah. And you know what? There are some nights that, you know, I want to have a little more but I don't go over crazy. I have my one yeah. like crave and I'm like, all right, that was great. Like, I'm not always perfect. There's sometimes I binge and I'm like, shit, I shouldn't have done that. Cause yeah. in, but. but it's, it's developing a better, that's the thing I've noticed mm-hmm. It's developing a better relationship with food. And it's so, cause that guilt and that cycle that you go through of like overeating guilt, overeating guilt, like that's gone. Yeah. At least for me, that's what I've learned of doing the macros. Yeah. And like, that's the hardest thing is like, you keep having guilt on yourself. And like, if you think about it, if you saw like your mom or someone that you really care about constantly kicking yeah. themselves, you wouldn't, you would, that would hurt you. Yeah. But we so, do it to ourselves. But we do it to, we ourselves. Do it to ourselves. And I sit there and I think like, that's like, I've been more like in the last, like this time around, you know what I mean? I've had so many different journeys and everything and parts of it this time around. I'm like, I'm unapologetic of the yeah. shit I'm doing. Self-compassion yeah, is I'm having thing. more like, yeah. this is okay. Like shit happens. Yeah. Like. We get I can't, the I, refractory I, period is shorter. Yeah. So if you you give yourself grace mm-hmm. and you give yourself self compassion, mm-hmm. you're going to get back on the wagon yeah, tomorrow exactly. versus months from now. I'm more lenient now to say screw it. You know what I mean? It yep. happened, and it's fun. You are a wise girl at 24. Thank you. I actually have a lot surprisingly. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just a little soul, I guess, but I don't know. Well, thanks for coming and thanks for your time. Yeah, it was awesome. It was so fun. I love doing these interviews. It's much more fun than me spewing (laughs) spewing out myself. Hey, you're very knowledgeable yourself. Oh, thanks. Well, take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Tune In, Discovering Your Authentic Self. If you found this valuable, please share it with a friend and it would mean the world to me if you left a review. I love connecting with my listeners, so please reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook at Nicole Renee Jensen.